0: Hi and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan and join me as we step into Avengers Endgame in today's statistics episode. We read the wind and the sky when the sun is high. We sail the length of the seas on the ocean breeze. At night we name every star. This is a warning. Uh, so this is statistics. This is a statistics episode, and unlike some of the recent ones, this one won't have too much evaluation as I go through things. Uh, this is going to be a little more of a throwback statistics episode where I'm pretty much just going to go through what the statistics are uh, on a very literal and simple basis. Uh, so, as far as that's concerned. Um, yeah. That's that's about it. That's So, that being said, uh, I'm there's a ton of people in this movie. If you're not aware, uh, there's there's you know, who 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 can even say how many people are in this movie uh, except on my spreadsheet there are 61. 61 actors credited in Avengers Endgame. And I'm going to go through all of them. So, if you don't want to know, whether or not somebody is actually in this movie Because you haven't seen it Which kind of insane if you haven't Given how much money it made this past weekend But in, in that case If you have not seen it uh, This episode will tell you Exactly who is in this movie And you have, you have now been warned And we are going to Operate under the assumption that everyone Listening from now on is A-okay with knowing uh, What actors, and what characters are in Avengers Endgame. So, without any further ado, let us jump in to this movie as soon as I fix the spreadsheet. Alright, here we go. Avengers Endgame. It's a 2019 film. Uh, I have seen it twice as of this recording. Uh, That number will increase Tomorrow. Uh, when I go see it uh, in Dolby. I've seen it in IMAX and regular digital at the moment. Uh, So, curious to see if Dolby is any different sound-wise. But, just... uh, I watched Infinity War like five or six times, so I figured it would make sense to watch Endgame that a couple of times too, just to make sure, such a huge movie, so many things happening that I get all the things out of it. Uh, So, seen it twice... Uh, saw it yesterday for the second time. It's about a couple minutes under three hours uh, when you remove the end credits because there's no end credits scene. Uh, you have a very extended sequence of credits listing all the people who have ever had a speaking part in any of the Marvel movies, pretty much. And then it's just uh, the scroll, honestly. Uh, there is... Many people say that there is a, a audio stinger. I did not hear it, nor did I care to do because what I've been told it is, is kind of um, largely irrelevant and more of just like, oh, that's sweet. And yeah, I'm out. Don't care. Not that I didn't stay till the very, very end of the first time we saw it, but didn't do anything for me. Okay. Film synopsis for Avengers Endgame, as far as I'm concerned, is with half of the universe gone, the remaining heroes must find a way to undo the destruction. Yeah, they got to fix it, right? Got to fix what happened at the end of Infinity War, and uh, there's not much more to it. So they gather as many people as they can and go to town. Uh, I gave this a 72 That is where I'm at uh, after seeing it twice. That is, uh, for those playing along at home, 14 points higher than my score for Infinity War. I liked it a significant amount more. I think it is uh, a much more enjoyable, fun, and uh, competently made film. And still not my favorite Marvel movie, but a lot closer. I I liked it quite a bit. And uh, 72 reflects that. It has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes because everyone likes it and uh, it appeals to most people. Currently ranked 6th of the movies I've seen from 2019 and 1,855th all time of all the movies I've ever seen. Currently ranked 6th on IMDb's Top 250, Last I Looked. I imagine that will drop... In the, nearing, in the coming weeks, months, but yeah, it seems uh, it's the kind of movie that's going to stay on that list for quite some time. The film has a 3 on the Bechtel test. Lots of women in this film, and they do talk to each other about non-men. Uh, it is a PG-13 film. It is an action movie, currently ranked 233rd of all action movies. It is an adventure movie. Adventure movie, currently ranked 232 of those. Fantasy, ranked 183, and Science Fiction, ranked 156. It is the fourth film in the Avengers series and currently ranks second coming in behind the Avengers and ahead of Avengers Infinity War. Uh, The average rating for Avengers movies is 65.75, and the total runtime for all four films together is 10.18 hours. Fun. It is also the 30th Let me, oh, I don't know if I have that right anymore. Yes, it is the 30th film by my count that counts as an MCU movie. Uh, that includes short films like Team Thor, Agent Carter, All Hail the King, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Thor's Hammer, The Consultant, Team Daryl, Team Thor 2, etc. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Endgame becomes the 30th film to enter that list. It is... Increases the total runtime to forty-eight point seven two hours. So we are over two full hours of Marvel content, as far as films are concerned. It increases the average rating of a Marvel film to sixty-three point eight three, and currently ranks uh, number eleven on this list. Number ten if you remove uh, non-feature-length films. That is uh, that's where we're at. Comes in just behind Iron Man 3, just ahead of Agent Carter, but if you remove the short films, Spider-Man Homecoming. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Um, and that's going to get us to directors. Directors. Directors for Avengers Endgame. Anthony and Joe Russo. This is the sixth film of theirs that I've seen. It is increases their average film rating to a 58 even. It is their only film rated in the 70s uh, and second best movie overall coming in behind Captain America the Winter Soldier and ahead of Avengers Infinity War They have a value of 0.5 a score of 44 even and they're ranked 318th overall tied with Bernardo Bertolucci Oscar winner for The Last Emperor uh, and tied with Patty Jenkins who directed Wonder Woman. They're one spot behind Carol Reed and one spot ahead of Christopher McQuarrie. The Russos. One of them's in the movie. I think it's Joe uh, who is in the movie. Next up are the writers. Told you we're moving we're moving through this quick. Got a lot of names to cover. Uh, first up, we have Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, who co-wrote uh, the screenplay. This is their eighth film credit that I've seen. It, they increase their average film rate to a 61.5. It is their only film in the 70s and third best movie overall, coming in behind *The, uh, the Chronicles of Narnia*, *The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe*, and ahead of *Avengers* End, uh, and ahead of *Captain America: The First Avenger*. They have a value of 2.5, a score of 51.7, and are ranked 226th overall. Uh, *Chronicles of Narnia*—it's uh, been a long time since I've seen that. I might need to reevaluate that number. I might already have it me- meant to be reevaluated, and I do. So that might change, but for now, that is uh, what this what the spreadsheet reflects. Uh, also, writers, uh, a writer on the film is Jim Starlin. This is the only film credit of him I've seen. He has a value or an average film rating of seventy-two. One film in the 70s, a value of 1, a score of 25 even, and is ranked 2,778th overall. Uh, Tied with Lem Dobbs, who is a writer on Romancing the Stone, uh, and tied with Cecil Lewis and Ian Dalrymple, who are Oscar-winning writers for Pygmalion, Avengers, Endgame. Yeah, those are the writers. And now... This is the thing. This is the big thing. This is where it all all kind of comes together. All the actors. Um, let's, uh, let's see how it goes. Like I said, there are sixty one people with a film credit in this film in this movie that I have on my spreadsheet. It's going to be a while. First up, Tilda Swinton. Reprising her role as The Ancient One This is the 30th film credit of hers I've seen It increases her average film rate to a 67.3 It's her 5th film rated in the 70s And 14th best movie overall Coming in behind The Curious Case of Benjamin Button And ahead of Orlando She has a value of 19 A score of 82.09 And is ranked 6th overall Just behind Jack Nicholson Just ahead of Gene Hackman Tilda Swinton, The Ancient One Next up is Jeremy Renner. This is the 24th film credit of his that I've seen. It increases his average filming to a 67.38. It's his fifth film in the 70s and 11th best movie overall. Coming in behind Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol and ahead of The Immigrant. He has a value of 14.5, a score of 76.69, and is ranked 26th overall. One spot behind Kate Blanchett, one spot ahead of Martin Balsam. Hawkeye. Number two. Number three is Sebastian Stan, or Bucky, aka The Winter Soldier. He, this is his 17th film credit that I've seen. Increases his average film range to a 67.82. It's his third film in the 70s and eighth best movie overall. Coming in behind Ant Man, ahead of Destroyer. He has a value of 10.5, a score of 71.18, and is ranked 77th overall. One spot behind Hank Mann, and one spot ahead of Chewbacca himself, Peter Mayhew. Sebastian Stan, Bucky. Next up is Terry Notary. This is his fifteenth film credit, increasing his average film range to a sixty-eight point seven three. It's his fifth film rated in the seventies and ninth best movie overall, coming in behind uh, *The Hobbit: colon, The Desolation of Smaug* and ahead of *The Hobbit: colon, An Unexpected Journey*. He has a value of 10, a score of 70.65, and is ranked 81st overall, tied with Melora Walters, one spot behind Scott Menville, one spot ahead of H.B. Warner. Terry Notary is a motion capture actor, and uh, I do believe that he is responsible for onset Groot, as well as Cull Obsidian. Those are who he helped out portraying. Next up is Mark Ruffalo. This is his 37th film credit, increasing his average performance to a 60.49. It's his eighth film, Raid in the 70s, and 14th best movie overall, coming in behind My Life Without Me and ahead of Spotlight. He has a value of 10.5, a score of 67.88, and is ranked 144th overall, one spot behind Natalie Wood, one spot ahead of Max Wagner. Wagner? 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 from mexico i'm gonna go with wagner ruffalo playing bruce banner aka the hulk next up is stan lee This is his 47th film credit, increasing his average film rate to a 58.64. It's his 8th film rate in the 70s and 14th best movie overall, coming in behind Iron Man 3 and ahead of X-Men. He has a value of 9.5, a score of 65.74, and is ranked 195th overall, one spot behind Dan Hedaya, and one spot ahead of Ray Collins. Stanley, giving us one of his... uh, giving us his uh, second third posthumous uh cameo i can't remember if he i think he'd passed by the time spider verse came out so i think that's his third uh cameo posthumously Next up is Gwyneth Paltrow. This is her 27th film credit, increasing her average film to a 59.96. It's her 4th film in the 70s and ninth best movie overall, coming in behind Iron Man 3 and ahead of Shakespeare in Love. She has a value of 8.5, a score of 64.33, and is ranked 240th overall. One spot behind Kristen Wiig, one spot ahead of Katie Leung. Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. Next up is... Her counterpart, Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. This is his 42nd film credit, increasing his average film rating to a 59.36. It's his 8th film rated in the 70s and 14th best movie overall, coming in behind uh, his voice role in A Scanner Darkly and ahead of Spider-Man Homecoming. He has a value of 7.3, 7.5. He has a score of 64.16 and is ranked 243rd overall, one spot behind Nick Offerman, one spot ahead of David Patrick Kelly. Iron Man. The one who started it all. Next is Marissa Tomei. This is her 25th film credit, increasing her average film rate to a 61.48. It's her 6th film rate in the 70s, and ninth best movie overall, coming in behind Factotum and ahead of Slums of Beverly Hills. She has a value of 7, a score of 63.93, and is ranked 253rd overall, one spot behind Dean Stockwell, one spot ahead of Arthur Stewart Hall. She is Peter Parker's aunt, Aunt. Aunt May. Next up is Brie Larson. This is her 31st film credit, increasing her average from to a 58.32. It's her 6th film in the 70s and 10th best movie overall, coming in behind 21 Jump Street and ahead of Waiting. She has a value of 8.5, a score of 63.29, and is ranked 278th overall, one spot behind Noah Emmerich, one spot ahead of Amy Madigan. She is Captain Marvel. Next up is Tom Hiddleston. This is his 21st film, credit, increasing his average film rate to a 62.38. It's his 6th film in the 70s, 7th best movie overall, coming in behind Leading Lady Parts, and ahead of The Deep Blue Sea. He has a value of 6, a score of 62.96, and is ranked 290, 289th overall, one spot behind Mark McCauley, and one spot ahead of Alice Drummond. Of course, Tom Hiddleston is Loki. He's in, you know, can you ever really kill him? I don't, I don't know. Next is Natalie Portman. This is her 34th film credit, increasing her average filming to a 58.71. It's her fifth film in the 70s and 10th best movie overall, coming in behind Mars Attacks and ahead of Paris Je She has a value of six, a score of 61.44, and is ranked 369th overall, one spot behind Sam Neill, one spot ahead of Struther Martin. Of course, Natalie Portman is Jane from the first two Thor movies. Next is Don Cheadle. This is his 29th film credit, increasing his average film rating to a 58.69. It's his 5th film in the 70s, and 11th best movie overall, coming behind Iron Man 3 and ahead of Hotel Rwanda. It has a value of 4.5, a score of 59.4, and is ranked 488th overall, one spot behind Lisa Gay Hamilton, one spot ahead of Tom Berenger. War Machine, Rhodes, Rhodey, James Rhodes. Haley Atwell is also in this movie. This is her 14th film credit, increasing her average film to a 61.43. It's her third film in the 70s and fourth best movie overall, coming in behind Ant-Man and ahead of Agent Carter. She has a value of four, a score of 57.75, and is ranked 595th overall, tied with a bunch of people, including Lily Taylor, one spot behind Tim Allen, and one spot ahead of Philip Baker Hall. Of course, she is Agent Carter, Peggy Carter. Next is Benedict Cumberbatch. This is his 30th film credit, increasing his average film rating to a 57.47. It is his ninth film rate right in the 70s, and 11th best movie overall. Coming in behind Star Trek Into Darkness and ahead of August Osage County. He has a value of 3.5, a score of 57.38, and is ranked 624th overall. One spot behind Lois Smith, one spot ahead of Ingrid Bergman. He is Doctor Strange. Next is Denai Guerrera. This is her fifth film credit, dropping her average film rating to a 73. It is her only film in the 70s, her third best movie overall, coming in behind The Visitor and ahead of a voice role in Tinkerbell and The Legend of the Never Beast. She has a value of 5, a score of 57.14, and is ranked 636th overall, one spot behind Rosie O'Donnell, one spot ahead of Emily Hahn. Denai Guerrera is Okuye from Wakanda. Next up is Maximiliano Hernandez. Hernandez. This is his 11th film credit, increasing his average film to a 62.09. It's his only film in the 70s and fifth best movie overall, coming in behind The Avengers and ahead of Thor. He has a value of 4.5, a score of 57.04, and is ranked 639th overall. And he is, I believe, Agent Sitwell. He is Agent Sitwell from S.H.I.E.L.D. Next up is Robert Redford. This is his 28th film credit, increasing his average performance to a 57.61. It's his 4th film right in the 70s and 7th best movie overall, coming in behind a performance by himself in Casting By and ahead of another performance as himself in Jane Fonda in 5 Acts. He has a value of 2.5, a score of 56.27, and is ranked 703rd overall one spot behind Chiwetel Ejiofor, one spot ahead of Taika Waititi. Redford, uh, bring, reprising his role as Alexander Pierce from Winter Soldier. Next up is Taika Waititi. This is his sixth film credit, increasing his average point to a 69 even. It's his fourth film in the 70s and fifth best movie overall, coming in behind What We Do in the Shadows and ahead of Green Lantern. He has a value of 4.5, a score of 56.25, And is ranked 704th overall. One spot behind Robert Redford. One spot ahead of Brian George. Taika Waititi is the voice of Korg. Next is Tessa Thompson. This is her 13th film credit. Increasing her average film rate to a 59.85. It's her 4th film in the 70s. And 6th best movie overall. Coming in behind Annihilation from last year. And ahead of Dirty Computer. She has a value of 4, a score of 55.87, and is ranked 733rd overall, one spot behind John Marley, one spot ahead of Judy Garland. She is Valkyrie. Everyone is in this movie, I'm saying. it. Next is Benedict Wong. This is his 13th film credit, increasing his average film range to 59.62. It's his second film in the 70s and sixth best movie overall, coming in behind Annihilation and ahead of Doctor Strange. He has a value of 4, a score of 55.67, and is ranked 754th overall. One spot behind Carrie Elwes, and one spot ahead of Deborah Kerr. Benedict Wong plays, I believe Wong, just same name. Next is Zoe Saldana. This is her 23rd film credit, increasing her average film rate to a 57.87. It is her 5th film in the 70s, and 5th film overall. One spot behind Star Trek Into Darkness, one spot ahead of Star Trek. She has a value of 2, a score of 55.24, and is ranked 788th overall, one spot behind Shelly Duvall, one spot ahead of Julie Christie. She is Gamora. Next is Winston Duke. This is his fourth film credit, dropping his average film rate to a 75.25. It's his second film in the 70s and third best movie overall, coming in behind Us and ahead of Avengers Infinity War. He has a value of 4, a score of 54.17, and is ranked 886th overall. Tied with John Doucette, one spot behind Greg Henry, one spot ahead of Mark Hamill. He plays M'Baku. M'Baku. Next is Karen Gillan. This is her 13th film credit, increasing her average film to a 59.08. It's her second film in the 70s and fifth best movie overall, coming in behind Oculus and ahead of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. She has a value of 2.5, a score of 53.7, and is ranked 920th overall, one spot behind Eugene Bird, one spot ahead of Forrest Whitaker. She is Nebula. Bigger role than uh, I expected in this one. Next is Tom Holland. This is his 14th film credit, increasing his average film rate to a 58.36. It's his third film rated in the 70s and fifth best movie overall, coming in behind How I Live Now and ahead of Spider-Man Homecoming. He has a value of 2.5, a score of 53.56, and is ranked 931st overall. One spot behind Chris Ellis, one spot ahead of Lauren Dean. He is Peter Parker, aka Spider-Man. Next is Michelle Pfeiffer. This is her 23rd film credit, increasing her average form to a 56.57. It's her fourth film right in the 70s and sixth best movie overall, coming in behind her Oscar-nominated performance in Dangerous Liaisons and ahead of Batman Returns. She has a value of 1, a score of 53.04, and is ranked 969th overall. One spot behind Alessandro Nivola, and one spot ahead of Frank Morgan. She is uh, the Wasp's mother, the first Wasp, Michael Douglas's wife, all of those things. Next is Chris Pratt. This is his 24th film credit, increasing his average film rate to 55.25. It's his second film rate in the 70s and 7th best movie overall, coming in behind Wanted and ahead of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. He has a value of 1.5, a score of 52.5 and is ranked 1022nd overall, tied with Christine Baranski and Peter Maloney and Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio Mr. Antonio. Uh, he is one spot behind Jason Fleming and one spot ahead of Ben Mendelsohn. Chris Pratt is Star-Lord or Peter Quill. Next is John Slattery. This is his 16th film credit, increasing his average film range to 57.06. It's his fourth film right in the 70s and fifth best movie overall. Coming in behind Ant-Man and ahead of Spotlight. He has a value of 1.5, a score of 52.22, and is ranked 1,057th overall. Tied with Bruce Campbell and Allison Lohman, one spot behind Wade Williams, one spot ahead of Lee J. Cobb. And he is Howard Stark, the older version that the movies use. I guess the movies use the younger version, too. Well, he's the older version. Next is Scarlett Johansson. This is her 43rd film credit, increasing her average film rate to a 55.77. It is her 6th film rate in the 70s and 13th best movie overall, coming in behind Chef and ahead of In Good Company. She has a value of negative 1.5, a score of 51.79, and is ranked 1099th overall, one spot behind Heather Angel, one spot ahead of Amy Hargreaves. She is Black Widow. Chris Evans, is 29th film credit. Increasing his average film rating to a 54.93. It's his fourth film rating in the 70s and eighth best movie overall, coming in behind Captain Marvel and ahead of Spider Man Homecoming. He's a value of zero, score of 51.39, and is ranked 1139th overall, one spot behind Koichi Yamadera, and one spot ahead of Piper Laurie. He is Steve Rogers, aka Captain America. Next is Letitia Wright. This is her sixth film credit, increasing her average film rating to a 64.17. It's her second film rate in the 70s and second best movie overall, coming in behind Black Panther and ahead of Guava Island. She has a value of three, a score of 51.13, and is ranked 1,171st overall, one spot behind Daniel Radcliffe, one spot ahead of Cliff Edwards. She is Shuri, but, uh, T'Challa, Black Panther's younger sister. Next is Sean Gunn. This is his 7th film credit, increasing his average film range to a 62 even. It's his only film in the 70s and 2nd best movie overall, coming in behind Guardians of the Galaxy and ahead of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. He has a value of 2, a score of 50.22, and is ranked 1,272nd overall, one spot behind Kathy Griffin, one spot ahead of Kurt Russell. Uh, Typically, he plays... Uh, one of the Space pirate guys uh, With Yondu But uh, you may not also know That he plays Onset Rocket uh, In the Guardians movies And he did the same in Avengers Endgame So he's credited Next is Josh Bro- Josh Brolin This is his 29th film credit Increasing his average from rate to a 55.59 It's his 4th film rated in the 70s And ninth best movie overall Coming in behind Deadpool 2. Head of American Gangster. He has a value of negative 2. A score of 50 even. And is ranked 1,304th overall. Tied with Aubrey Plaza. One spot behind um, Lillian Gish. Or Vincent Gallo. Or Joshua Molina. One spot ahead of David Oyelowo. He is of course Thanos. Thanos. Josh Brolin. Thanos. Next up. The big one, Samuel L. Jackson. This is his 86th film credit. It increases his average for rangeway to 54.87. It is his 11th film rated in the 70s and 25th best movie overall. One spot behind Black Snake Moan, one spot ahead of Kingsman the Secret Service. He has a value of negative 4.5 a score of forty nine point one three and is ranked one thousand three hundred and ninety second overall tied with Elizabeth Marvell I think it's pronounced Marvel uh tied one spot behind Rizwan Manji and one spot ahead of Chris Pine. Samuel L. Jackson is of course Nicholas Fury. Nicholas J. Fury. He's been there the whole time. Next is Bradley Cooper This is his 33rd film credit Increasing his average film rating to a 53.91 It's his 3rd film rated in the 70's And 10th best movie overall Coming in behind A Star Is Born And ahead of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 He has a value of negative 2 A score of 48.83 And is ranked 1426th overall One spot behind Aaron Eckhart One spot ahead of Austin Stowell, Stowell Stowell Bradley Cooper is the voice of Rocket Raccoon Next is Kobe Smulders. This is her 14th film credit, increasing her average film to a 55.1, 55.79. She, it is her only film in the 70s and 4th best movie overall, coming in behind The Avengers, and ahead of The Lego Movie 2, colon, the second part. She has a value of negative 0.5, a score of 48.31, and is ranked 1,491st overall, one spot behind Janet Gaynor, one spot ahead of Fred McMurray. She is Agent Hill. Works closely with Nicholas Fury. Next is John Favreau. He directed the first Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. And he is here when it ends. Just like Robert Downey Jr., this is his 30th film credit, increasing his average film rate to a 52.1. It is his seventh film rated in the 70s and ninth best movie overall, coming in behind Iron Man 3 and ahead of Spider-Man Homecoming. He has a value of negative one. A score of 47.84 and is ranked 1,548th overall, one spot behind Kieran Culkin, one spot ahead of James Duval. He is happy. The security guard. Head of security. Forget where he ended up. Um, next is Evangeline Lilly. This is her ninth film credit, increasing her average for to a 57.44. It's her third film in the 70s and fourth best movie overall, coming in behind The Hobbit, colon, De- The Desolation of Smog* and ahead of Real Steel. She has a value of .5, a score of 47.5, and is ranked 1,582nd overall. Tied with Faye Bainter, Gary Shanling, Cliff Robertson, Clay Duvall, Jesse Bradford, Jack McBrayer, Kevin McNally, among others. One spot behind Misha Auer, and one spot ahead of Corey Feldman. She is the Wasp. Hope Van Dyne, the Wasp. Next is Vin Diesel. This is his 26th film credit, increasing his average performance to 53.58. This is his 4th film rate in the 70s and 6th best movie overall. Coming in behind Find Me Guilty and ahead of Furious 7. He has a value of negative 3, a score of 46.75, and is ranked 1,663rd overall, tied with Sandra Oh, one spot behind Adam Baldwin, one spot ahead of Robert Klein. He is the voice of Groot, in all of his ages and forms in this time, in this version, teen Groot, teen Groot. Next is Palm Clementiev. This is her seventh film credit, increasing her average film rank to a 58.29. It is her only film in the seventies and second best movie overall coming in behind Ingrid goes West and ahead of guardians of the galaxy volume two. So she has a value of one, a score of 46.33 and is ranked 1718th overall tied with Rachel Lee cook. One spot behind, um, Getty Watanabe, one spot ahead of Aaron Hayes. She is Mantis of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Next is Chadwick Boseman. This is his 11th film credit, increasing his average format to a 54.45. It's his second film in the 70s and third best movie overall, coming in behind Get On Up and ahead of Marshall. He has a value of negative 0.5, a score of 45.58, and is ranked 1,815th overall. One spot behind Eddie Murphy, one spot ahead of Tayona Paris, Paris, uh, Chadwick Boseman is T'Challa or Black Panther. I feel like we're, I feel like we're m- maybe not even halfway done, but it also feels like we've been doing this for a while. So, uh, taking a, just taking a second here, re- re- recovering, recupera- recuperating, trying to in the mouth from drying out. Alright, here we go. Here we do it. Let's do it. Paul Rudd, 39th film credit, increasing his average film rate to a 53.15. It's his 10th film rate in the 70s, and 9th best movie overall, coming in behind Monsters vs. Aliens, and ahead of The 40-Year-Old Virgin. He has a value of negative 5.5, a score of 45.06, and is ranked 1,880th overall, one spot behind Sam Waterston, one spot ahead of Charlie Hunnam. He is ant-man or scott lang next is dave Bautista. this is his 11th film credit increasing his average from way to a 53.55 it is his only film in the 70s and third best movie overall coming in behind guardians of the galaxy and ahead of guardians of the galaxy volume 2 he has a value of negative 0.5 a score of 44.81 and is ranked 1909th overall one spot behind marianne jean baptiste and one spot ahead of brian stepanek and he plays Drax. The very literal Drax. Next is Ty Simpkins. This is his 11th film credit, increasing his average performance to a 52.64. It is his third film right in the 70s and fourth best movie overall, coming in behind Iron Man 3 and ahead of Revolutionary Road. He has a value of negative 1.5, a score of 43.04, and is ranked 2,147th overall, one spot behind Linda Hunt, one spot ahead of Stephen Tobolowski. Ty Simpkins plays the kid from Iron Man 3, whose name I don't remember, but he was in the movie and he does things and he helps Tony Stark and he was he was in this one too. Next up is Elizabeth Olson. This is her 16th film credit, increasing her average point to a 51.88. It is her third film, rated in the 70s, and fifth best movie overall, coming in behind *Wind River and ahead of Liberal Arts. She has a value of negative 3.5, a score of 42.62 and is ranked 2,197th overall. One spot behind Peter Stormare, one spot ahead of Dale Dye. She plays Scarlet Witch or Wanda Maximoff. Next up is Frank Grillo. This is his 14th film credit, increasing his average point to 51.43. It is his second film rate in the 70s and fifth best movie overall, coming in behind The Grey and ahead of Wheelman. He has a value of negative 2.5, a score of 42.5, and is ranked 2,201st overall, tied with a bunch of people, including Dexter Fletcher and Pinto Colvig, and one spot behind Jim Parsons, one spot ahead of Mac McDonald. Frank Grillo is Lumlow. Former Agent of SHIELD. Former, former, former agent of SHIELD. Next is Callan Mulvey. He has value, has his 10th film credit, increasing his average point to a 52.8. It is his second film in the 70s and fourth best movie overall, coming in behind The Hunter. And ahead of Outlaw King He has a value of negative 1.5 A score of 42.5 Which ranks him 2,201st overall Tied with Frank Grillo and others One spot behind Jim Parsons One spot ahead of Mac MacDonald Callan Mulvey Whose name I don't immediately recall But I will quickly Somewhat quickly Figure out what he did He is Jack Rollins He is also in the elevator scene from Winter Soldier, with uh, Frank Grillo. Yes, Callan Mulvey. Next is Anthony Mackie. This is his 34th film credit, increasing his average film rating to a 51.21. It is his fourth film rated in the 70s, and 8th best movie overall, coming in behind Ant-Man and ahead of Detroit. He has a value of negative 6, a score of 42.36, and is ranked 2,227th overall, one spot behind Tracy Ullman, one spot ahead of Joe E. Brown. Whew. Gotta be getting close. Gotta be getting close. Next up is Carrie Condon. This is her 13th film credit, increasing her average point to a 52.00. She is, it is her third film rate in the 70s and second best movie overall, coming in behind Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and ahead of Spider-Man Homecoming. She has a value of negative 3, a score of 42.07, and is ranked 2,281st overall, one spot behind Molly C. Quinn, one spot ahead of Eddie Izzard. She is the voice of Friday, the replacement to uh, Jarvis for both um, uh, 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 the, 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 the Iron Man and Spider-Man. God, there's so many characters. They're all running together. Next up is Michael Douglas. This is his 23rd film credit, increasing his average range rate 51.09. It's his 5th film, rated in the 70s, and 6th best movie overall, coming in behind Falling Down and ahead of Romancing the Stone. He has a value of negative 7, a score of 40 even, and is ranked 2,552nd overall, one spot behind Gillian Anderson, one spot ahead of Linda Blair. Next up is Jacob Battalon. This is his fourth film credit, increasing his average point to a 57.25. It's his second film in the 70s and best movie overall. First one of those. Uh, it comes in ahead of Spider-Man Homecoming. He has a value of 1, a score of 39.17, and is ranked 2,688th overall. One spot behind Laureen Scafaria. One spot ahead of Alana Ubak. Jacob Batalon is Peter Parker's friend from high school, the man in the chair. Next up is Angela Bassett. This is her 22nd film credit, increasing her average film rate to a 49.18. It's her third film rated in the 70s and fourth best movie overall, coming in behind Boys in the Hood and ahead of Malcolm X. She has a value of negative six, a score of 39.08, and is ranked 2,698th overall, one spot behind Eugene Lipinski, one spot ahead of Ken Watanabe. She is T'Challa's and Shuri's mother. Next up is Chris Hemsworth. This is his 24th film credit, increasing his average point to a 49.29. It is his 4th film rate in the 70s and 6th best movie overall, coming in behind Team Thor and ahead of Star Trek. He has a value of negative 6.5, a score of 39 even, and is ranked 2,704th overall. One spot behind, Christoph Waltz. One spot ahead of Ken Jeong. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Next up is Ken Jeong. This is his 27th film credit, increasing his average point to 49.37. It's his 4th film right in the 70s and 7th best movie overall, coming in behind Despicable Me 2, head of Crazy Rich Asians. He has a value of negative 7, a score of 38.97, which ranks him 2,715th overall, one spot behind Chris Hemsworth, one spot ahead of Lili Lee Lee Sobieski. Ken Jeong played a security guard at a storage facility in this movie. That's all he's done one of the very, very, very few characters that's in this movie and none of the other Marvel movies, including this next one, Hiroyuki Sanada. This is his ninth film credit, increasing his average performance to a 49.78. It is his only film in the 70s and second-best movie overall, coming in behind Sunshine and ahead of The Last Samurai. He has a value of negative 2, a score of 38.73, and is ranked 2,745th overall, one spot behind Rob Morgan, one spot ahead of Gene Triplehorn. He plays Ronan in this movie. Ronan. Next is Monique Ganderton. This is her sixth film credit, increasing her average point to a 52.5. It is her second film in the 70s and second best movie overall, coming in behind American Ultra and ahead of Avengers Infinity War. She has a value of -1, a score of 38.38, and is ranked 2787th overall, one spot behind Jackie Weaver, one spot ahead of Axel Henny. Monique Ganderton is Let me make sure I get this right. I believe she is Proxima Midnight. But uh, Ganderton. Yes, Onset Proxima Midnight. Boy. Okay. Gotta be close. We gotta be close. William Hurt makes an appearance. This is his 28th film credit, increasing his average point to 50.64. It's his fourth film, rated in the 70s, and fourth best movie overall, coming in behind A History of Violence and ahead of The Disappearance of El- Eleanor Rigby, colon, Herr. He has a value of negative nine, score of 38.27, and is ranked 2,804th overall, one spot behind Techie Karyo, and one spot ahead of Jim and Hansu. He plays um, General Wallace. Wallace, I think, General Wallace. Yeesh, I do not remember. Thaddeus Ross, not Wallace Ross. Thaddeus Ross. Okay. Oh crap! Did I skip one? Oh, no, no. Make sure I didn't. This is awful. Still going. Okay. Angela Bassett, Chris Hemsworth, Ken Jeong, Ryoki Sanada, Monique Ganderton, William Hurt, Renee Russo. This is her 17th film credit, increasing her average point to 47.82. It is her only film in the 70s and third best movie overall. Coming in behind in the line of fire and ahead of Thor. She has a value of negative 6.5, a score of 36.29 and is ranked 3049th overall. One spot behind Miranda Cosgrove, one spot ahead of Amber Tamblyn. Rene Russo is Thor's mom. Thor's mom. Next is Yvette Nicole Brown. This is her seventh film credit, increasing her average to a 44.86. It's her second film in the 70s and third best movie overall, coming in behind Tropic Thunder and ahead of Little Black Book. She has a value of negative two, a score of 32.89, and is ranked 3,459th overall, one spot behind Jack Moore, one spot ahead of Victor Cruz. She plays a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent um, in this movie. Next is James Darcy. This is his 11th film credit, increasing his average point between 42.18. It's his third film rate right in the 70s and third best movie overall, coming in behind After the Dark and ahead of Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. He has a value of negative 5, a score of 30.69, and is ranked 3681st overall one spot behind Lenny Venito, one spot ahead of Alex D. Linz. He plays Jarvis in the movie. Next up is Linda Cardellini. This is her 19th film credit, increasing her average point to a 43.68. It is her only film in the 70s and second best movie overall, coming in behind Brokeback Mountain and ahead of Return. She has a value of negative 10, a score of 29.52, and is ranked 3,787th overall, one spot behind Rex Harrison, and one spot ahead of Ruby Rose. She is Hawkeye's wife, Laura. And that's it. Those are all the 61 people who are in Avengers Endgame that at least make my spreadsheet. There are a million of them, and it's kind of insane. Uh, Currently, no Oscar nominations for this movie. I assume it'll get at least a visual effects nom, if not maybe something else. I don't know. It's better than Infinity War, so to me, I guess. So who's to say it can't get a little bit more love from the Oscars? For the Circle of Film Awards right now, it is on the nomination list for tactile effects and special effects and scene. I still have to call the list of best scene nominees, so I'm not sure uh, how many of them uh, will make it a uh, bunch of candidates including the ronin one long shot um some of the stuff that happens at the end and uh, yeah not no 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 specific spoilers beyond that uh, we'll see i have to reevaluate once i get home and um figure everything out because it's a lot a lot to take in a lot to evaluate and see the movie for a third time in fact so yeah yeah jeez It is, all right, here we go. It is the 67th film I've seen from 2019. The 534th film I've seen during this year increases the average rating of 2019 2019 films to 44.17, increases their tomato meter to 63.66. It is the 14th action, 13th adventure, 14th fantasy, and 13th science fiction film of this year. Uh, It becomes the 17th good film. increasing the ratio of good to bad to 0.45. It is a three on the Bechtel test, part of the 43.28% of films that have passed it, and the 20th PG-13 film from this year. It is, oh boy, uh, the 106th film rated with a 72. Some films that got this score from last year include Say Her Name, The Life and Death of Sandra Bland, Unsane, Uh, go back even further, you got Mudbound, Detroit, Hostiles, Spotlight, uh, Furious 7, Girlhood, Top 5, The Box Trolls, Frozen, About Time, War Witch, What Richard Did, A Late Quartet, uh, Sing Your Song, Nanny McPhee Returns, Shutter Island, Star Trek, The Crush, Frozen River, Bronson, Live Free or Die Hard, a lot of stuff. Uh, The Great Debaters, Blades of Glory, Hot Rod, Perry Jatem bunch of films, lots of stuff, long episode super 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 filled with statistics, thank you for listening to today's episode, it does mean a lot Uh, stay tuned, Wednesday I will have an actual review episode for uh, Endgame Uh, thinking about it right now I don't think it's going to have any spoilers in it but we will see when we get to that time and then there will be another episode on Friday probably also about Avengers Endgame uh, if Wednesday is spoiler-free, Friday will be spoiler-filled, and we'll go from there. And uh, then, as a reminder, uh, if you didn't, don't follow me on Twitter. No episodes next week. I have a very full schedule, and I need a lot to keep a lot of I have a lot to do, and and I just will not have time next week. But, the week after that, podcast will be back with a vengeance. Thank you for listening one more time. As always, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Circle of Film, at Circle of Film, or send an email at at gmail.com. You can support the show, like, rate, review, subscribe, all those things wherever you listen, or go to patreon.com slash circleoffilm. For as little as 8 cents an episode, you could be a patron. You can find more episodes as well as a bunch of other information, including the list of current Circle of Film Award nomination, nominees over at circleoffilm.com. And finally, as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same good night I know she'll never leave me Even as she fails